Listen, let me ask you a question. Where do you save your money? Do you put it in the attic? Do you put it under your mattress? Is it in your pillowcase? Is it in the backyard underneath a pile of cement? I don't know where it is, but at the end of the day, here's what I can tell you what the rich and the wealthy do, and they save their money a little bit different than everybody else, and I'm here to share with you the seven saving habits of highly successful wealthy motherfuckers that are out there today. You know, the question is, how do you become a self-made millionaire? And today we're gonna to talk about the seven saving habits of self-made millionaires. And let me just tell you from my perspective what I've done, because anything in my world had come completely outside of the box. It wasn't in the traditional educational system. I surrounded myself with folks that had been there and done that at the highest possible level. And as a result of that, the habits that they had began to come to me. From that standpoint, when you begin to create habits that are daily and you check it twice, maybe three times, monitor and measure, what really begins to happen is it gets into your nervous system and then those habits you wanna be able to stack and build on top of them. Why is it so important to develop saving habits? Isn't it just enough to get financial education? My answer is no, because education is not enough unless it gets into your nervous system. All day long you have habits. The question is, are they good habits or are they bad habits? Once you turn your habits into financial abundance, what begins to happen is you stack and build. And by the way, as we go through this, I wanna give you one promise at the end, so stay with us. We're gonna share with you how to do uninterrupted interest while at the same time saving your money. So we're gonna talk about establishing a savings goal early. If you look at all the millionaires that are out there, the large majority save approximately 20% net every single month of what their money comes in. As their money increases, that 20% increases as well. That's the first action step for you to get to financial freedom. And listen, I get it. You're saying 20%, Rob, that's a lot. The first thing I'm gonna suggest is you start with something, no matter what. You have to have a small success that you celebrate, whether it's five, 10, 15, eventually get to 20. But 20 net after taxes is so much more powerful than 20 net than 20 before taxes. So if you can understand the after tax component, what really begins to happen, it's a spiritual game. You're starting to really create a financial foundation. So spending habit number two, intentional frugality. Now this is real important, especially for the next generation. A lot of folks that are in this, a lot of self-made millionaires came from a middle-class background. And as a result of that, their parents really showed them how to stretch a dollar bill and maximize it and really be able to get multiple uses of that money. So when these folks got a little bit older and they stepped into their greatness in whatever career they were in, they were able to take that blueprint and then be able to apply it to their next wave of success, but did not forget about the importance of the habit on how to be able to do that on a monthly basis. Listen, I'm gonna keep it real for you. Frugal to me really means going out to dinner one or two less times a month. It means going to the bar one or two less times a month if you go to the bar. If you spend money on clothes, don't spend as much. If you get four haircuts a month, get two haircuts a month. Spend less money. Be, whatever money you bring in versus what you put out, spend less and save more. It's the first thing that you need to do and then you figure out how to get to 20%. Hey, let's get into habit number three, lifestyle creep. And by the way, I'm gonna bring this right back to Bayonne where I grew up, because as you step, do step one and two, you're gonna start saving money. But I know guys, I know girls that have leases that are 2,500 a month and they're renting houses. I want you to think about that. So make sure that as you step into some financial success, congratulations, you don't have to buy that expensive car. Get the secondhand car, because three years later, if you wanna buy three of those cars, you'll be able to do it, but if you're following the path, you'll probably own 10, 20, even 30 pieces of real estate. 
So listen, I'm the founder and I'm the owner of Epic Financial Strategies. And, and the bottom line is this, when I started making my really financial march to financial freedom and abundance, it only happened because as money began to come into our organization, I didn't spend it on myself. I dumped it back into the organization. And I'm still doing that to this point. And the amount of compounding and stacking that's happening by, by doing two less vacations a year, while I'm paying for my children's high school education and grammar school education, while I'm paying for me and my wife and the lifestyle that we have, which we've tampered it down because we believe so much in the message of what we're bringing out there, deploying money back into your business will serve you so much later, so much better later on as you begin to stack and grow and build. All right, folks, saving habit number four, make money invisible. Now, this is real important because as you begin to save, Sometimes the people closest to you are going to want a piece of that. So you got to be careful not to even talk about it, number one. But then number two, the best way to save it is not look at it and make sure it directly comes out of your paycheck on a monthly basis so it's automated and you're in that position of habitual strategies that's going to maximize your money. So even as a business owner and or just, you know, if you're starting out, I'll tell you my story real fast. Me and my wife have a joint account. She has an individual account. I have an individual account. And then we save our money in three different other savings vehicles. And the reason why they're separated is because the account that my wife has, which she does for her and the kids, what I do for, for me and the business, you know, outside of the business. And then last but not least, the joint account is for the bills. Once you begin to segregate and you can put all this on one landing page, by the way, we have a, we have a tool called the Epic Wealth Builder, which allows you to take all your financial data and put it on one page. It's tied to your financial institutions, but the key, it's an app on your phone and you can see everything real time at the click of a button. Once you begin to structure that, organize that, what begins to happen as you monitor and measure, you begin to grow very fast. So habit number five is to keep expenses low. Now, I'm gonna give you some general numbers, but keep in mind, spend less, save more. Let's get into it. Self-made millionaires are fanatics when it comes to keeping their expenses as low as possible. And here's a blueprint that you could just use as a working model. You could do a little bit less or a little bit more based on these numbers. This is just something to work with. Don't spend more than 25% of your monthly net pay on housing. Don't spend more than 5% of your net annual pay on vacations. Don't spend more than 5% of your monthly net pay on auto loans or auto leases. And once again, it's just a blueprint. It's a place to start. Just like I said earlier, even if you can't save 20%, start with five. Get to eight, get to 12. Same thing here, you gotta start. And once you start, momentum is amazing and it begins to double and triple down for you. So listen, you may say, look, Dude, I'm trying it, and you know I'm 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 almost there, but but it's just not happening. And here's what I'm going to say to you: because when winter comes, that's when all unbelievable financial opportunities come. And the person that's watching this video that is disciplined and takes a should, and turns it into a must. Remember, you're making enough money right now. That's probably just enough to pay your bills because that's what you have to do. However, if you could turn a should into a must and follow with discipline the strategies that we just talked about. I guarantee you, because you're liquid, when opportunity comes, you'll be able to take advantage of the person that didn't follow it to the path that you followed it. Okay, look, savings habit number six, avoid spendthrift friends. Listen, there's people in my life, and I'm sure there's people in your life that um, they get money in their pocket and they hate money so much they can't wait to spend it. And I'm exaggerating when I say that, but there's an addiction to spending, right? Because money creates a charge. So one of the biggest things that I've noticed about millionaires is they surround themselves with people that have the same mindset that they have, right? So if your mindset, and, and check the first five people that are around you, it's gonna tell you a really good story about where you're at. But if your mindset is about savings, 
financial discipline, financial abundance, doing the right thing with money, understanding that money is like stealth soldiers that are there economically to bring money back to you and help you enjoy the lifestyle that you deserve. Once you're in the space of contribution and once you're in a space of growth, it just continues to come back to you. And Tony Robbins said it best. He, he says that the amount of money that you contribute is in direct proportion of what your income is. So just keep that in mind. So I, I'm, I'm just a lucky guy. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you because, you know, number seven is marry well. And it doesn't mean marry rich. Let me be clear about that. It means marry well. So my wife, Janice, she happens to be my business partner as well. And she, if you're, if you're an entrepreneur, you want to make sure that whatever business you're in, that I'm not saying it has to be a family business, but... If your wife and or your husband is in full support of what you're doing as a life mission and you're not on a nine to five clock and you're working close to the office and you're really living, breathing the business and your wife and your, your soulmate is on board, I can't express to you how fast everything will accelerate. So marry well and make sure what that means is you guys are on the same page when it comes to core values about money, goals and objectives and you really begin to sit down with each other, monitor and measure everything, make sure everything's on course and make adjustments when necessary. And listen, I don't wanna create fear, but I wanna tell you the truth. And the truth is, I've seen so many people get divorced and it's not because they're cheating on each other. For the most part, it's because of money and money issues and differences in opinion when it comes to money. Because the mindset deletes, dilutes and distorts if the heart's not in it first. Okay, so in the beginning of the video, I promised you a hack that a lot of wealthy people do. And it's real important. They do it individually. They also do it in their business, right? So if you could, and think about this, save money, but while you're saving money, get a guaranteed rate of return beyond the normal savings account of 1%, let's say 4 to 5%. And then at the same time, while it's earning 4 or 5%, uninterrupted, leverage that money for other investments. That's exactly what the wealthy people do. Wealthy people love liquidity. They love access. At any given moment, they want to be able to get their money, and then they want to be able to control it. So the way they control it is they make sure they invest in the businesses that they want to invest. They want to finance their own debt. They become their own bank, right? They also want to buy rental real estate, whether it's commercial, individual, it doesn't matter. They also want to buy businesses, and at the end of the day, they want to make sure that they're maximizing each and every dollar from a tax perspective, from a fee perspective, and a lost opportunity cost perspective. So what Epic is, Epic Financial Strategies is a one-stop shop financial planning wellness center for not only individuals, business owners, corporate executives, and entrepreneurs. And our goal at all times is to create the optimal amount of wealth with little or no additional out-of-pocket cost through the really understanding of cash in, cash out, as well as all your different assets. If that's something that you're interested to hear more about, go ahead and click the link below, and we will take you through the Epic Financial Freedom Map success process and share with you all of our trade secrets. So thank you so much for checking out the video. It means the world of us every single day. We're dropping new content, bringing education. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button, ring that bell, and then check out this video over here.